and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists of the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and chemistry whiz, Ellen Fidian, is talking about electric vehicles in the remotest parts of Australia, with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist, who recently learnt that apparently the human body at rest can produce around 100 watts of power on average, which is enough electricity to power a light bulb, but not an electric vehicle. So it's often assumed that electric vehicles aren't practical in regional Australia. The distances are just too big. But a new analysis casts doubts on this, suggesting that over 90% of Australians in remote northern communities could use a short-range EV, much like they currently use diesel cars. Does this have legs? Ellen, let's start. How different is the range between an EV and a conventional car? The very cheapest EVs at the moment, and just flagging that sort of $50,000 in Australia compared to 30000 for similar petrol cars, the very cheapest have ranges of three to 400 kilometres. The more expensive models, so upwards of $150,000, can get to six or 700 kilometres on a single charge. Compared to conventional vehicles, they're usually at least 600 kilometres. Right often a lot more, and particularly diesel cars. You could drive between Adelaide and Melbourne on one tank very easily, for instance. Sure. So can people in remote areas use EVs? The assumption for a long time has been no. I mean, people have been driven all the way around Australia in Teslas, for instance. So tourists, yes, very easily. But people who are living there, there's not really enough charging stations at the moment. And there's also quite a lot of social opposition to EVs from many people who just see them as completely unfeasible in regional regional Australia for this reason. Like, if your nearest supermarket is 100 kilometres away, having a car that can only go 300 kilometres just doesn't seem very sensible. Yeah. (laughs) So the assumption among many people and lots of policymakers in particular is that EVs just don't really belong in regional and remote Australia at all. There have been some researchers from the Australian National University who see this as extremely inequitable because while EV uptake in Australia is crawling for a variety of other reasons, Mm -hmm. it's not really fair to assume that people in the city will be able to electrify and will just kind of leave diesel and petrol for the country. We should be figuring out ways to let them electrify as well, even if it is difficult. Yeah, for sure. So what is it in particular that these researchers at ANU did? So these researchers have done this preliminary study where they've looked at the distance to the nearest service hub towns for everyone who's north of the 28th parallel, which is kind of often considered the divider for like northern remote Australia. Right. So service delivery in these towns usually operates with this hub and spoke model. So you have these big towns with more than 5,000 people, smaller towns with more than 1,000 people. That's where you get all of the medical treatment, groceries, food, all of those sorts of services exist in those towns for people in remote communities. So they calculated the distance for every remote community to towns of 1,000 people and 5,000 people, and then compared this to the range of both short and long-range electric vehicles. Okay, this sounds really interesting. What did they find? 
So they actually found that 81% of the population of remote northern Australia would be able to get to a town with a population of more than 5,000 in a short-range EV without stopping to charge the car. Okay. So, like, all of these towns were within 336 kilometres, I think, was their border. Um, and an additional 15% of people would only need one charging stop to reach a big town. So that's getting to be most of the population. Yeah. With long-range vehicles, that goes up to 95% of the regional population being able to get to a big town without needing to stop. 4% of people would need one stop. Mm-hmm. Smaller towns are much more accessible. So over 93% of the regional population could drive directly to a town of over 1,000 people in a short-range electric car. Okay. Just 0.3% of people would need to stop to charge their car more than once. In a long-range vehicle, pretty much everyone could get to a small town, like 99.7% of the population, without stopping. So... In terms of sheer distance, it is actually pretty feasible with short-range EVs. Yeah, it does sound really feasible, but does this mean that everyone in remote communities can now go and buy EVs? The researchers point out that they've they've shown that one barrier is perhaps not as big a barrier as they thought. There are dozens of other barriers sure, involved. Yeah. Cost is a huge one. Mm-hmm. In the infrastructure to charge all of these vehicles, it's really difficult to import them at the moment because manufacturers make much more money selling them overseas because of our emission standards. So right. <laughs> there are a number of things in the way of allowing electric vehicles, you know, even, even for people living in the centre of cities in Australia. Yeah. When you add in desert heat, we don't really know how EVs behave in the desert, mm-hmm. dirt roads, and the social opposition, the, the range anxiety, there's there's still a tremendous amount of work to do before we can electrify remote Australia. But the researchers point out that that doesn't mean we should just dump it in the too hard basket. Yeah. In the future, if you're charging your car at home or at a friend's place in one of these remote communities and then driving into a small town, charging it up while you go to the supermarket, all of that seems feasible. Yeah. And the researchers point out that getting diesel out to these towns is really expensive as well and electric vehicle engines are much simpler to manage so there are benefits they they shouldn't be considered just completely impossible for members of these remote communities so they say the next thing we really need to do is talk to the residents of these communities closely and understand what they need and want in their vehicles where they're going and how to meet those needs just like we're meeting the demands of people who want to buy evs in the middle of our cities sounds like a very sensible approach so thank you very much that ellen and thanks to everyone for listening be sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of cosmos science daily This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions, big and small, in just 10 minutes. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.